is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network. podcasting to you from the foggy forest of Meadowdale, Washington, where I just got done watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on a 2008 MacBook. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And from the Columbia River Gorge, where it, it's spring, I'm calling it. I'm Andrew Hoffman. Oh, buddy, this is this is the fake day. I'm in the <laughs> Northwest, too. I'm, I'm in the Northwest, too. I should I could have started it the same way you started the last show with the first sunny day in the Northwest where we didn't have sun when you said that last time though. Mm. Uh, today though, actual sun immediately came out. People probably t- listen to this like they, they live on a different planet. Where's there no <laughs> sun? What, how does this happen? But anyway, uh, yeah, this is one of the fake days, bro. This is what happens. Like. Yeah. We get they, you know, the weather teases. Here's what it looks like. Here's what it could be like. This is gonna be awesome. And it's like March and April. It's like rain. Just uh, just to make sure that you don't actually pack up and leave after living through the the last winter. So. <laughs> it's a tough winter. It was a tough one. Not too much sun in this last winter. Not too much sun. So uh, yeah, I. Uh, my wife is a is a, has made a second career out of reselling, mostly clothes. But I've 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 taken to I used to think that going to the uh, and you may still be on this this camp that going to Goodwill was like going to the ninth layer of Dante's Inferno. I had no interest <laughs> in going in there whatsoever. But it's like a treasure hunt. My wife's really gotten into it. It's kind of rubbing off on me. So and you get to repurpose stuff, right? So. You know, I went. I go in there and just try and look around, see what I can find. Uh, today, I picked up a DVD. Uh, it was a dollar, but it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1999, I believe. So, I was kind of stoked because worst case scenario. I mean, I'm not a dollar, so the worst case scenario is I take a trip down memory lane, watch a few shows, and then I could send it to my brother as a gift. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the other day, though, a couple days back, I I rolled into the old. Uh, Value Village, I think this one was, and stumbled over to the electronics section and found myself a 2008 MacBook. So, for any Mac users out there, I, I think it's 08. It might be 06. I don't know. Maybe there's some people that know better than me. But it's uh, it's the plastic one. So, they made the white one and the black one before they switched to all aluminum. But I was like, you know, this is kind of a cool, like, retro piece, right? Like, so, I mean, I, I'm just retarded enough to want to take it home and try and work with it. So I was like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll spend 30 bucks on a MacBook. So I bought it and uh, brought it home. And the battery is so dead that if you, un- it's one of those laptops, that if you unplug it, it's a, it's like unplugging a regular, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there's no battery at all. Um, and then there was no, I started up and there's a file blinking. So I open it up, you know, get the screwdriver out and open this thing up and there's no, no, uh, hard drive. 
So I found a solid state that I had laying around and shoved it in there and uploaded Ubuntu to it. So uh, it's currently, and I'm kind of repurposing it. Now it's just going to be my just casual internet viewing situation. Just if I want to do some, I don't want to get come out to the desktop. I could just, you know, hang out on the couch or in bed and look at look at something on the internet, not on my phone, actually with a computer with a keyboard and you know the way you're supposed to or are supposed to the way we <laughs> used to interact with the the internet so everything's good but i'm not gonna lie because everybody's like how does he do it how does he install ubuntu with no problems uh ubuntu is amazing it's all installed so those who don't know that's linux i actually did a show with james years and years ago about this uh mr on the corbett report uh but anyway uh, the, the wi-fi doesn't work yet so i just I, mm. <laughs> That was yesterday. I got I got everything working. Like la- late last night, I got all of it working. It boots up. Everything's good. I got actually got a little battery, and everything works perfectly. But I just can't get the the Wi-Fi to work. So there's like it, it'll be fun. I'll find it. There's gonna be some sort of a code that I have to enter into the terminal, and it's gonna magically fix it, and it's all gonna work perfectly. So, but for now, it's just kind of cool that I even brought it this far. You know. Well, t- 2006, it might limit you to like. Three megs on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you think? Oh, you, you think that might that might be the choke point? Like, yeah, <laughs> Wi-Fi is not gonna. Yeah, that's pro- interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, I mean, you got the the router, but then uh, the computer has to be. You know, the computer matters too. No, for sure. No, it, does, it definitely does. That's the uh, that's the part that's having the problem right now. The Wi-Fi card is uh, uh, not not functioning correctly, so it sees everything and it just doesn't connect. So maybe it's like drinking from a garden hose. It's like I can't connect to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. No, no, <laughs> keep me offline. Where's my 128k DSL? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think of that. Hopefully that's not right. Hopefully you're wrong, Andrew. Hopefully you're wrong. All right. Not the first time anybody's hoped that you were wrong, I bet. Well, yeah, I mean, to, you know, 2008, there was some broadband stuff out there. Okay. Let's, Any let's, earlier than that? Yeah. All right, let's, let's settle this debate once and for all. I just didn't want to sound stupid. I'm pretty sure it's an 08. Give me a second here. This is a. Oh, I am all the way in there. It's a mid 2009 MacBook. Oh, okay. So. Should be okay. I should be okay. Should should be able to. Report Extreme USB 2.0. Oh, USB 2.0. It's got all these. Dude, it's the weirdest thing. It's a laptop with a whole bunch of ports on the side of it to yeah. plug things into yeah they actually it was still the plugging things in here yeah yeah but, there, but the, by the way there is still a camera though so that's great cool 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 all right man so what's going on in your world what's going on in the in in the world of well we, you know i i guess to connect to some of the stories uh, I couldn't help myself. There's a local Facebook group, and someone was posting that she was, you know, 
volunteering to give seniors a ride to get their COVID vax. Okay. And I posted, um, you know, a couple different draft versions, but ended up with a, uh, a link to James Corbett's documentary for the future of vaccines. And, uh, the, the statement to the effect of, uh, you know, people probably want to look into what's actually um, in these very experimental vaccines. I wouldn't want them given to my worst enemy. Let me guess what happened. Super thoughtful response. Level-headed. Appreciated I, the link. <laughs> I expected... Uh, some backlash and none came and then I thought I wonder if uh, if they just moderated my post right off the page and that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything to me they didn't you know respond it was just gone it was probably gone five minutes after I posted it so that's like, awesome well, you know at least I, at least I tried. But. I tried to do something with Twitter. I think I tried to promote a tweet or something like this. You know, it's like pay this amount of money. I'm like, um, how, how much? How how little can I pay to get this to to be promoted? Just to kind of see how it works. Like how mm-hmm. if I actually promote a tweet, will it go really hard? Like will, <laughs> will, will a lot of people see it? Um, uh, you know, it was, but it was a link to the. James Corbett show, the one that was on our feed, the about mm-hmm. President Trump, President Trump. It's kind of a link to that. I just wanted to see, okay, if, if I could promote this, how would this look? And just spend the money. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll spend this much now. Now promote it, and it was like it promoted for like eight minutes, and then <laughs> and then yes, and then I got some like like thing. I was like, hey, we appreciate your becoming an advertiser and, and pl- trying our program, but this website is off limits for ads. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Perfect. That makes sense. So they didn't, they never charged me anyway. So I, I was just interested to see how that all worked because it's such a black box, right? Like mm-hmm. that is the way of the, of the world. That's why these companies are still around. Cause you can pay to, to get the algorithms to change in the way that you want them to not in that, you know, more people see it so that they uh, change the algorithms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yep, they're ad machines. Awesome, awesome ad machines. So, let's. Uh, oh my gosh, about to have a Christy Gnome overload in here. Yeah, it's in there for reference where it's not a lot to actually read on the show or anything. Um, but let's, let's talk with about vaccines first okay um and this is where we get canceled oh wait yeah not sure oh let's start with the uh children's health org. that's kennedy's deal um New analysis, Pfizer vaccine killed about 40 times more elderly than the disease itself would have killed. So this is, um, as people probably know, Israel went all in on the vaccine. 
I mean, it's like, you got to get it or we're never letting you out of your house again. Um, so a reanalysis of data from Israeli Health Ministry concluded that Pfizer's COVID vaccine killed about 40 times more elderly people than, than the disease itself would have killed during the recent five-week vaccination period, and 260 times more younger people than would have died from the virus. Now, on a percentage basis, um, still pretty small, like most people survived the vaccine, at least for five weeks. Um, among those vaccinated and above 65, 0.2% died during the three-week period between doses, hence about 200 among the 100,000 people that were vaccinated. This is to be compared to the 4.91 dead among 100,000 dying from COVID without vaccination. Uh, this scary picture also extends to those below 65. During the five-week vaccination process, 0.05%, meaning 50 among 100,000 died. This is to be compared to the 0.19 per 100,000 dying from COVID who are not vaccinated. Hence, the death rate of this age group increased by 260 times during this five-week period of the vaccination process as compared to their natural COVID-19 death rate. Uh, so, in addition to, and, the, and they pointed out in this article too, this is only the initial reactions, right? I mean, people are more concerned about the long-term stuff. And, you know, it literally it's literally more dangerous than covid is you know if if you can survive the vaccine you know if you're healthy enough and strong enough to survive the vaccine then you would do fine with covid too right and, um and on a related note have you uh remember in australia there was the um never mind those uh false positive HIV tests. Story. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. And don't don't worry about that. Just because you take the vaccine and then you test positive for HIV, it's it's not something people freak out over or anything, you know. Um, you, you probably aren't getting HIV from the vaccine. What so, had happened was we were in the lab and we were spinning <laughs> it all up together and we figured out that they couldn't get anything to stick with the humans Except this one thing that we had used before, which turned out to not to be quite as deadly, but we still did kill a lot of people with it then. If we could just combine that, splice it in, gain yeah. function research, and make sure that this new strain of the coronavirus would stick to people and not go away and really interfere with them. And, and apparently sticking that, you know, whatever information uh into the vaccine too interestingly enough oh, that's so this true. is yeah this is yeah. uh totally separate but kind of the same idea uh don't be alarmed by this uh covid19 vaccine side effect that could be confused with breast cancer our expert ex explains why swollen lymph nodes happen all right so basically they've got women who get their vaccine and then they're like oh you know i'm doing all this healthy stuff like getting a vaccine i'm going to go get i'm going to go get uh a mammogram and check on uh if i have breast cancer or not and oh it kind of looks like you do have breast cancer and 
then they're they're figuring out no you probably don't have breast cancer um it's probably just the vaccine causing your lymph nodes to swell up and this is you know something that breast cancer causes too but yeah don't worry about it just just don't get any um mammograms which is probably good advice anyway uh right after you get the vaccine so that's the the solution is um well just don't get checked for breast cancer after getting the vaccine not uh why exactly is this showing up and why are people's bodies reacting in this way no we're we're not worried about it um two two things one i am gonna admit i had no idea there's lymph nodes in your in women's breasts two this is from the conspiracy website known as the clevelandclinic.org right right don't be alarmed by this COVID 19 vaccine side effect that could be confused with breast cancer yeah ay 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 so, uh, yeah, if that was posted to Facebook by someone I can't believe is still allowed on Facebook, uh, Joel Lord, have you ever heard of him? I don't think so. Oh, what is his book called? Probably. Look it up. Good old Joel Lord, the book of Joel. No, that's not. No, it. no, no. Vaccine resistance movement. Hard talk on vaccinations. Um, if you go there, then it should have what is new book. It's a new book, uh, soon to be banned everywhere. So, but anyway, he's uh, he's speculating that this will uh, that this vaccine will generate basically a really uh, new and fast-acting form of cancer. In some people, so you know, not not great. Yeah, um, I actually have not funny or sarcastic or cool news in any way about somebody that I know personally um, that got the vaccine. I believe both, uh, hmm. but they were perfectly healthy in their seventies and never had an issue everything was good and then uh shortly after the vaccine uh had some heart arrhythmia had to go in and uh, got a pacemaker so wow could be not related at all but it's still kind of bizarre you know just it's just well you, you know, know as as kennedy said you know all of this um sudden death uh, serious health issues. It's all just a coincidence. But the people who have had the vaccine are just much unluckier than the people who haven't had the vaccine. It's just the coincidence happens happens randomly to strike the people that are taking the vaccine. You know, I'm, I'm sure it couldn't possibly be a problem with the vaccine, though. I mean, uh, I haven't heard I haven't heard anything about heart issues. But it just, oh, no. it just, no, it just, what? There's, de there's definitely re lots of reports of heart issue stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, I mean, there, there's horrific stories. Um, the media kind of talked about them a little bit r real early on. And now it's just, it's back in, you know, they, those big pharma companies, they paid their advertising money. 
they paid for the glowing stories, and it is all b- totally back to just a conspiracy theory. And if you know if it happens to you and you post about it, that's that's your problem. <laughs> you know, it's not a uh, it's not going to get media attention. That's for sure. Um, let's on a positive a positive story. Okay. Coming from Reuters. Um, over 60% of Russians don't want Sputnik V vaccine. See coronavirus as biological weapon. Uh, nearly two-thirds of Russians are not willing to receive Russia's Sputnik V vaccine. And about the same number believe the new coronavirus was created artificially as a biological weapon, an independent pollster said on Monday. Uh, the Levada Center said a poll it conducted last month showed that 62% of people did not want to get Russia's domestically produced vaccine and that the highest level of reluctance was identified among 18 to 24-year-olds, um, i.e. people who can read things on the Internet. Uh, most res- respondents cited side effects, which can inf- which can include fever and fatigue. Yes, <laughs> yes can include those things and many others um anyway it goes on basically it's a look at those crazy r- stupid russians not wanting the vaccine and thinking it's a bioweapon um <laughs> but i take that as a positive story that two-thirds of the country is um paying attention and it's not it's not like their government's not pushing the vaccine too you know i mean for sure yeah we had uh I just got an email about a couple of hours ago from the, the one and only, the Honorable Jay Inslee. Uh, <laughs> good old Governor Jay, my homie. Um, he, uh, he wanted to mourn the 5,012 deaths of Washingtonians this year. And I would like to point out to everyone that Washington was your epicenter Ground zero for COVID-19. Remember, mm-hmm. the first case was just down the road here, and they kept showing that one nursing home in Kirkland that just kept having right. people die. Now we know why, by the way. Um, so I did some rough math. 5,012 divided by 7.614 million. Okay. <laughs> uh, looks like you have a point. Zero six chance of dying in this state, so that is no, like not a ninety nine point six, like it's ninety nine point no nine four survival rate. Yeah. Survival rate. Yeah, ninety nine point nine four survival rate. Yeah. Um. So not just not. I guess it, that. Hold on a second. That's the wrong thing to say. So it's not that's not the survival rate, buddy. This is this is <laughs> the people in Washington, and five thousand and twelve is who have died. So just when we look back at twenty twenty and how we threw an entire year away of kids' school, well, and of all and, of the jobs of every you know food industry, all the small mom and pop shops. When we look back, I want everyone to remember, state of Washington, Jay, I am going to wear a mask even on camera when no one's near me, Inslee. <laughs> was protecting us from ninety nine well and nine four percent survival rate uh 
yeah. But, not a but in in Washington, um, I believe the definition of a COVID death was death that occurred within was it ninety days or one hundred eighty days 90. of testing positive for COVID. Ninety. So any death that occurred within ninety days of testing positive for COVID. I mean, oh god. So and there's actual cases of someone who has COVID, recovers, is fine, gets the vaccine, dies, they count it as a COVID death. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, it's, ra- uh, it's crazy, man. This media, it's a powerful thing. The news is a powerful, powerful thing. The so TV, for- the TV, should we, is, that, is, this, is this how Ted Kaczynski got started? He's like, okay, <laughs> if there's no TV... They're not going to get this lost. I'm going to blow up the guy who makes TVs. Is this how it started? This is how he goes? No, he didn't blow up the guy that made TVs. But... I know, but I understand that. But I'm saying that. I'm saying if there's no TV, is everybody going to believe all this crap that the TV tells them? Is, is that Well, the I mean, the, there's, or, or... there's good signs that people are believing the TV less and less. But uh, Chris White had a, a great tweet uh it says it helps to see how much money is flowing with this hashtag mrna vaccine uh this money is being spread around to all kinds of groups it's being spent on advertising on major news networks and newspapers there's so much incentive to silence bad news and keep this unprecedented cash grab going i appreciate Uh, you putting this in the folder because i don't uh i'm not on twitter so i missed this but it was good to see yeah so uh, dollars in billions. Uh, Viagra, two point oh five billion. Now, think about how much advertising has been <laughs> done for that product. Okay, you know, if you watch twenty you watch, years, uh, a, a lot. Um, Thirty-two billion. Eight times what they're getting from the flu vaccine product. And you think they won't, you know, do the math and decide, you know, if we can make this be three doses, if we can uh, make people get this every year, maybe multiple times a year, how much that number goes up. um, I think it's a safe bet that they're going to find some more variants, boys. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yes, they are. And then, and then what? I mean, is that? Yeah, well, they'll do it as long as people, as long as people will keep taking it. Um, they'll keep pushing it out there. So this is <laughs> the pharmaceutical companies are not known for their um, cautious approach. To you know, is this product really good for people long term? You know, do is is are are opioids really non-addictive, and you should um, be taking them for every every dental procedure or knee surgery? You know, I, I I've told that story before on the show. I'll tell it again, but in light of Purdue Pharma and all the stuff that's happened, uh, I went to um, the the doctor to get my knee 
looked at or got an MRI and they said, hey, great news. You uh, tore your meniscus in half and we're going to have to take part of that out of there. And I said, okay, cool. And so they, you know, this will be cheap. So uh, <laughs> so they schedule this whole thing in and uh, I tell them immediately, you know, I say, hey, by the way, you know, I'm recovering alcoholic addict. Or not really addict, but just recovering alcoholic. I, I don't want drugs. Okay. Are you sure? Because it's going to be really painful. No, I'm good. Like, give me all the ibuprofen. Give me, you know, give me those mm-hmm. big 800 mega, mega, whatever they are. Uh, 800 milligram ones. Give me the ibuprofen. I'm I'm good with that. Just just double that up and we'll, we'll call it a day. Okay, sounds good. Sure enough, go to freaking fill it up and uh, boom, here's your stuff. Okay, well, you know, it's like some number, it's like 24 bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Give it to them. And I know for a fact I'm handed at least two, three hundred dollars street value of oxycotton. So cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Freaking perfect. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. I just I just sat there staring at the bottle. I'm like, why don't I like it was because it's dangerous. I can't have that. I cannot have that. That's no. something and especially at that point, I'd only been sober for three years. So it was still kind of a you know, touch and go every now and then. Um. Yeah, I, fi- I figured out a way to get rid of that pretty quick. But I, I remember just thinking like, "Hey, what the hell? Like, did you even? <laughs> what the heck, man? Did you even listen to me? What's going on here?" <laughs> uh. And you know, it, they probably figured, "Oh, he'll just, he'll just throw it away. You know, it won't hurt him, and we'll get our our spiff from uh, the farmer rep." Yeah, I guess. Or yeah, come by. And or they just didn't think of it at all, and just like, hey, let's get the farmer reps. Yeah, like clearly this guy, you know. Anyway, whatever. I I think I might have talked about it on the um, on the show before, but I've I worked with someone in uh, you know internet sales who used to work in pharmaceutical sales. Right, and he said the the main um, the main thing you're graded on basically is how is what percentage of your product doctors are prescribing in your assigned area versus your competitor's product. Yeah, penetration, bro. Yeah, it's all about penetration. Who is getting more of the stuff? Yeah. Um, right below Chris White's tweet there's one it's the link looks weird but if you want to open that up there's a uh, a video clip from the los angeles unified school district oh yeah and this and this is weird too can we talk about this whole this whole tweet why is it here it's like published twitter so it's like almost been like removed from twitter yeah it's like i, I couldn't just copy the link the way I normally would, it, but then when I went to publish, it, I've never let me seen this website. I was kind of blown away when I saw. It. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, well, it'll be in the show notes if you don't know what we're talking about. So there's never been anything like this virus in our lifetime. Often, it's hard oh, to yeah. see the effects it's having on our children. Has this conversation taken place in your home? Mom, I'm scared about going back to school. Oh, this is the I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get you and Dad sick. 
Our scientists tell us there are three things we must do to stay safe. Wear masks, make sure we social distance, and wash our hands. And now, your school, with the help of Microsoft Corporation, has created another. Introducing Daily Pass, your exclusive ticket for safely going back to school. Each week, you can schedule your free on-campus COVID test. The results are displayed in your Daily Pass. And if you choose to take your test off campus, you can post the results in your Daily Pass. And the moment vaccinations are available, you'll simply be able to schedule yours through your Daily Pass. But the real magic is your daily health check. Just answer a few simple health questions every day, and like magic, your entrance ticket appears. Welcome back. Welcome to school. We got to talk about the fact that this is supposed to look cheerful. The sun is out. So the guy's saying welcome to school, but the children are all lined up single file with masks on. Cartoon with masks, masks holding their paper printout of the barcode. And how many of those? Uh, oh, man, these kids keep losing their pass. Uh, let's just stick that. Let's just have a sticker that they can wear. That'd be easy. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, you can stop it there. So, how did it go? Dad, I have to admit, I was scared at first. But then I felt so safe. It was so good to be back. Thanks for keeping me safe. I love you so much. <laughs> and uh, she wasn't talking to her father. She was talking to the health pass on the dashboard there. <laughs> that was a glowing in appreciation happiness. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Gates, for keeping her safe. Now, you know, the idiocy of checking four boxes um, as opposed to just like, hey, is your kid sick? Yes? Then don't send him to school. <laughs> it's exactly the same thing, except now we're throwing in some COVID testing. And, oh, you can get your vaccine at school. Isn't that great? Yeah. Get well, get out of Los Angeles, people. There's so many, so many things to talk about in this, in this clip. First off, my first overall macro thought is this is training. Mm-hmm. They're training kids for the future. This is this is what the future looks like. They're trying to train them up, get them used to it. Um, second off, the uh, this is child abuse. Yeah, <laughs> these kids are sitting at home and they're so scared to go back to school that they're well, going to get sick or they're going to get somebody else sick. Yeah, that's that's terrible. If what they're are we doing? actually if they're actually Sitting at home thinking that, then, yeah, that's a problem. Now, um, my older daughter, uh, not so much. That's not uh, the exact dialogue that's going on in our house. I'll put it that way. <laughs> no, I'm certainly not saying it is in your house. But it is a dialogue. But that dialogue is happening in people's houses. It's heartbreaking. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, 
I think you're I think you're disconnected, bro. I think there are plenty of kids who are scared to go back to school because they're gonna get sick or get their mom sick or something. Yeah. Well, even in this uh, this neighborhood that I live in, where I got the vaccine post taken down by the the neighborhood uh, online Facebook page administrator, um, I never see kids wearing masks. Like they're out playing with each other. Good for you. That's good. Yeah, I went to the skate park earlier today. Very uh, two. Two to four of the kids masked up the whole time. The rest were. But for for Little League, there's rumors that they're going to want the kids to wear masks. Okay, so I can attest to this because I live just down the road from uh, an elementary school, a middle school, a high school, and a giant play field park with the AstroTurf fields. Mm-hmm. There is nightly slash daily, there are entire soccer games or lacrosse games taking place on that field with masks on <laughs> with masks on you laugh man but uh, i drove by it the other night when i came home early from work and it kind of like i had a moment like it almost wanted to cry i'm like yeah this is horrible what are we doing why are they all wearing masks while playing sports my uh i got a buddy i used to play flag football we've talked about this on the show for sure talked about this in the show because for the first part of the show i was organizing the flag football group the uh the new flag football group the organized you know kind of underdog is the name of it masks you have to wear masks the whole time my buddy took his mask off he was like laying down nowhere near anyone stretching his leg and they like yelled at him, your mask on it's like oh gosh <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're playing. This we're doing in America right now. Okay, don't worry about China or the the bombing in the Middle East, the eugenics. You know, things that are being the eugenics. What's 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 the term? Goals that are being carried out in front of us. (laughs) We're all trying to wear masks while we play sports. There's a I forget what uh, book it was in, but there's a G.K. Chesterton. quote where he talks about you know the atheists or the you know the secular always look down on religious people oh they're superstitious (laughs) he said uh you know look at society and all the superstitions that get woven in and the masking thing is absolutely religious uh level superstition you know, yep. there's the belief that this mask will magically protect you, you know, and if you don't wear it, you're a bad person. And there's people freaking out in Texas because they don't have to wear the masks anymore. It's like, it did, you can wear the mask if you want to. Just leave us alone. Yeah, yeah no but kidding. They don't want to leave you alone. We were reported. My workplace was reported. We're not adhering to social distancing guidelines. <laughs> and uh, did someone kind of a, shake hands? No, it was kind of a catch twenty-two. I think it's like, kind of a catch twenty-two because the day that the complaint went in, there were customers uh, that were there that did not have masks on because they said they had a medical thing. Um, so then it's like it's like you know business owners are put in this impossible position. This is why this is like top-down tyranny. Because mm-hmm. it's like people are, are are causing it amongst themselves, right? 
So you get two people in there that have no masks on, and then you get one person who's upset about this. And what does he do? Or she? I have no idea who or who this person is. Do they talk to those people? Do they check with them? Hey, do you guys have a medical issue? Anything? No. They report them to the state of Washington. Yeah. And then the state and, of Washington. And the business. Yep. And then the state of Washington writes a report and sends us an email. Hey, we got word you guys aren't following the social distance guidelines. We'll have to open an investigation. You know, p- please make sure you are doing this. So, you know. So there was, so there was just a, a threat basically is what. Uh, like there was no fine or. No fine, like no fine yet. No, no. This, this is basically I, what I believe this to be. I don't know. I didn't even read the email. I'm talking second or third <laughs> hand, so I could be totally wrong. But I believe this to be something akin to a written warning, like a right. like a traffic citation, instead of actually giving the citation, just the traffic written warning, maybe. Yeah, and it's you know it's a battle of wills, and as a business owner, you kind of just don't want to be the one that they focus on, right? Yep. yep that yep. they make an example of. That's yeah, that's pretty. So here here's something that maybe you can explain this to me. Okay, I'm I'm out on a hiking trail. Okay. Oh god. This is uh, at a. This is not like Seattle area hiking or Portland area hiking where you know there's a lot of people out there. We're t- we're talking like I will pass on a Saturday afternoon prime time. I might pass ten people. Okay. Okay. And it's a long hike. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like a, it, you can park different places a couple miles out from where people are parking. Okay. So, I'm walking, no mask. Someone is walking towards me, no mask. They see, they see me. Oh and yeah. And they, yeah. they, they turn and and shuffle around and put on a mask. I don't get it. Yep. Like, like well, that, you could see I, I that I'm not putting on a mask. So it's like, you know, I, I, I told a couple of people that did this, um, you know, the ventilation is pretty good out here, but they didn't, they didn't find that funny. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're experiencing something that, it's and that's kind of the wet blanket that we talked about last week that's been thrown over all social interaction now like how serious are you about it how you know where where is your thought thoughts lie um but i think you're experiencing that it's just like people just don't want to get yelled at (laughs) well i think i think a lot of people wear masks because they just don't want to get yelled at or they don't want to have and i you know i would fall in that group especially when i got a Go into Costco or go do well, something. You but know, it, is there is there a group of people out there that is not wearing masks themselves and yet yelling at no, people? That's who what, are I'm, not that's what I'm trying masks? to tell you, man. There are people who there, who are more scared of being yelled at than I am, and they're just like, "Oh gosh, I, I better like." They don't believe it. They're like ashamed, but they're kind of ashamed of it, right? They don't believe it, but they're like. They think they're, they, they'll be a bad person or other people will think they're a bad person if they do not have a mask on. 
So right. they just quick just to just to to make sure that okay, you just to make you com- feel comfortable. I had someone tell me that the other day. I wear a mask so that everyone else can feel comfortable, but really it doesn't do anything. It's like <laughs> okay. But just from you know, I, I don't know. I it it boggles the mind. Like, are they there's worried no that are they worried that hidden in the forest there's like sheriff's deputies looking down to see make sure people are wearing a mask as they pass each other on a hiking trail? Like, is there the threat of I I don't know. I, I don't get it. I've I, I've had uh, people. Has anybody have you, have you been to Whole Foods? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have a, yeah. a Whole Foods nearby. But I went recently, and uh, to get it to the hot bar or the salad bar, you have to like put on like a surgical pair of gloves. <laughs> it's awesome. So I forgot, and then I was I got like yelled at. I kind of froze. I'm like, oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Then I put them on, and then I just thought it was hilarious to like leave them on. And then so, I was at this. I was there with a buddy of mine, and I kept running around, like doing wide berths around other people, and <laughs> just acting like I was wearing, you know, I was masked up and wearing my rubber gloves, and I was super scared. So I was like, <laughs> just making sure I was never more than six feet, and just acting jumpy. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, you know, I don't know. Okay, now the back to the kid. The parents of the if the parents are wearing rubber gloves in the store and doing a six foot wide berth around other people, which I was doing, but as a joke, those people, their kids are totally scared. That's that's true. That's the thing. Well, and there's you know way back at the beginning, uh, this was probably two months into the the no school time um, and they did kind of a, a drive through like graduation thing pseudo graduation and there was a, a lady there who had had to um, get her get like a new battery put in because she and it was a, a grandmother taking care of two grandkids, and they literally had not left the house right. the entire time. And that's, you know, I mean, I feel I feel really bad for kids that are in a situation like that, and or you know, like you're talking about, like there's no real reason why there should be fear, but they're they're getting fed fear and. Uh, I don't know. Very sad. Um, so this was oh, probably be our last vaccine story. Um, Biden gives $4 billion to the WHO and Bill Gates for global COVID vaccine injury compensation program. What? Works works so well in the U.S. Uh, and this comes from Vaccine Impact. For the past few weeks since the rollout of the experimental COVID mRNA vaccines, we've been told by government health agencies that the massive amounts of injuries and deaths that have occurred just after injections have nothing to do with the vaccines. And yet, Joe Biden just recently gave the World Health Organization and GAVI, the Global Vaccine Organization 
founded and funded primarily by Bill Gates, a $4 billion pledge for a new COVAX program, which includes a global compensation program for COVID-19 vaccine injuries, courtesy of American taxpayers in an effort to entice poor countries who are skeptical of the new COVID vaccines to distribute big pharma's COVID injections. Wayne Rode, author of The Vaccine Court, examines this new global compensation program, which is patterned after the U.S. Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program, the CICP. All right, so it goes on. Um, but yeah, they're just they're globalizing the scam. And the way the U.S. one works is um, your kid gets screwed up by vaccines. You you go to court, uh, the government, you know, not the vaccine companies, uh, give you a settlement. But as a condition, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to, to talk about it to the media. You're not allowed, you know, you can't publish a book about it. And you're not even supposed to say how much money you got. It's hush money. So now we're going... Uh, global with that for the countries that are like, hey, you know, we don't really want to inject people with this stuff that's doing all this damage. Uh, we've got a, a country to run here. And it's like, oh, don't worry about it. We got some money for you. People complain, just give them this. So. And it, I'm sure that uh, that $4 billion and the rest of the money, I'm sure that all these, uh, you know, third world countries that that will get out to the actual victims and their families, right? I mean, there's there's not going to be uh, corrupt government officials skimming off that money at all. I, I have no worries about that, right, Tim? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I clicked through some links of the article. COVAX uh, AMC, the COVAX No Fault Compensation Program for AMC-eligible economies. So it really is a program. The purpose of the program is to provide no-fault lump sum compensation and full and final settlement of any claims to eligible individuals who suffer serious adverse event resulting in permanent impairment or death associated with the COVID-19 vaccine. Procured or distributed through the COVAX facility in any Gavi AMC eligible economy. And this is all, it's a this is money, man. It's all yep. just money. It's all. This is a business. Yeah, and it, it's. A, um, I forget what the actual drug was, but they they got in trouble because there was a, a paper trail. Whether I think it was emails or what have you, of them actually doing the math on like, our drug is killing X number of people. Uh, we estimate that this is going to cost us X amount in lawsuits eventually, but we think we can make this amount, this larger amount before then. So let's just go ahead and keep selling it. Mm. Um, and the, I believe that was, uh, I, I want to say that was a Pfizer drug, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Let's call, let's say, let's call it Bayer or Monsanto. It was same, same. <laughs> yeah. um, um, it's trading in the souls of men. Yeah. Well, Re Re revelation. 
I mean, the show's called Revelations Radio News. I at least yeah. have to mention trading in this, you know, the one of the angels calls out and gets accused or accuses the people of trading in the souls of men, which is yeah. kind of what this website looks like right now. <laughs> yeah. Kovacs so, AMC. Wow. Yeah, maybe we should do a little little more research on that in the yeah, the, I mean, this, future, is it. This, this is the whole page. There's no, yeah. it doesn't go anywhere else. What a creepy page this is. Yeah. Is yours a, is yours a uh, COVID, COVAX eligible economy? But he, here's the thing. How many people who are willing to get this vaccine know how to report it if something goes wrong? Yeah. I mean, first off, first off, okay. I can I can do you one better. And how many people are going to get this vaccine that are willing to get this vaccine are going to get the vaccine and then have an adverse reaction and even be able to tie it back to the vaccine? Right. The doctor's going to say it had nothing to do with it. Right, and they're so going to say, sick, oh, okay, you get okay. sick immediately. You got the lung thing. You got the COVID. You get mad. You get sick. You go on a ventilator, maybe, or you 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 get out of it, or you have a loved one that dies immediately after having COVID. Then, yeah, those people are going to be upset, and they're going to go somewhere. Do any of them know how to do anything? Any of them know how to report this? Probably not. Probably a very small amount. But my question is further down the road. So you get the chills and it goes away and you think you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then you have catastrophic organ failure in like six months. Who's going to even tie that back to the vaccine? How many of those people who are willing to take it right now are going to tie all that stuff back to the vaccine? And then how many of those people are going to make the nowhere to go? Not as many as it happened to, I can tell you that. Yep. Absolutely. We have got to stop talking about this because, yeah, I mean, there's no way to put a cool, like, bow, like a laughy joke, (laughs) something something positive on the Let's do a vaccine story. Let's do a fun fun story. No, I'm saying we can go to a fun story, but there's no way to do, like, a cool, funny vaccine yeah. twist story like the vaccine is just not not great yeah so this is a, a fun one um what really happened to mitt romney <laughs> well so uh anytime i can wedge some QAnon in here i will you know this is <laughs> you know this is a QAnon issue right well uh this for some context, okay, so the official story, Mitt Romney, knocked unconscious, suffers black eye during fall. Um, he says he was, you know, playing with his grandkids, uh, just like Joe Biden was playing with his dog and hurt his ankle. And uh, what was the Harry Reid one? Harry Reid was, it was a faulty piece of exercise equipment that gave him mm-hmm. the horrific black eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if Mitch McConnell even had yes. an excuse. 
No, it, Mitch McConnell had no excuse. For he being, just like just just ignored it till you know people stopped talking about it. Yeah. Um. So there's he, he didn't even have a like, Mitch McConnell did not have a uh, just a black eye. Mitch Mc, Mitch McConnell that was that was creepy weird footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if I can find it right now. Well, uh, I want to go back to the Harry Reid one because that one. Um, in the alternative media circles, you know, Harry Reid was a senator in Nevada, and that was, uh, you know, rumored to be basically something that the mob does to you. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, there's Mitch McConnell. He's got like, like, uh, all around his mouth, just. Around his mouth and then his hands. He had, yeah. at one point had his hands were covered in bruises and bandages. You just thought nobody would notice. It's like, dude, what are you doing? What happened? Yeah. Oh yeah. Swears there's no concerns. That's bizarre. Anyway, uh, so it's a. So what's the QAnon thing? Uh, the QAnon thing is just that you know it's just more more the same. The uh, um, they're being beaten. Part of like a initiation, you know. You hurt other people, you get hurt yourself. It's all, mm. you know, it's just fun, fun to go every way. I just threw a photo in the chat for you. That's a nice reference for Mitch McConnell and his <laughs> totally normal-looking hands after you he know. Went. You you talked about it. You played flag football you've played various yep. sports you've gone to the yep. skate park have you ever yep. fallen on your eye before <laughs> no i certainly no no that's a great point man i certainly haven't I, I i'm a fairly active dude too never fallen on my eye it's one of those things man you're unless literally you're, every unless you're, instinct you have yeah i was gonna say unless you're some complete... other body part down before your eye hits the ground <laughs> That's so true. It's like it's not even something you control. Your body's just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Wrist, this is you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've knocked a couple teeth out before, but oh yeah, but not eye. But, but even then, even then, you were still avoiding slamming your eye. Yes. Because your eye, like, it's it's a, it's 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 everything. It's like it the eye can't be hit because the eye is in charge of watching what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> just... uh, I mean, it's a, it's a clearly bogus story. Um, he's probably, story. he's probably smart. He, he got some good PR people talking to him. Like, like, listen, don't, don't get specific at all. You know, just, a, it was a fall and, now, it was a, hunt, it was a hunting person, accident. Oh, wait. Every person that uh, um, has stitches always knows how many stitches they had, right? This is yep. like, you know, if you're a kid, it's like kind of a badge Seven. of honor. Like, I got this many stitches. Oh, yeah, well, when I, you know, ran you in the had, corner like, of the dishwasher, I had this many stitches. Yeah, yep. that's, yeah. Um, but for an injury, you know the number of stitches. He just says a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It, no, it's it's weird. It, it it it. I think 
Yeah. And then he makes a joke about, oh, I went to CPAC. <laughs> yeah. Real funny, Mitt. I mean, whether so, or not... So he's one of the Republicans that's in the QAnon stuff and in, you know, a lot of the weird... There's a lot of weirdness going on with Mitt Romney and... Yeah. So uh, someone put the gloves to Mittens. There we go. <laughs> mittens Romney. Good old Mittens. <laughs> well... Do you want to talk about your new girlfriend, or should we? Are we going to talk about these <laughs> these clips, or are we all right. talk about all these articles, or? So we. It's, it's kind of clogging up the folder here. Before, um, before CPAC, we talked about Christy Nome, and I, you know, said she's getting hyped. Yep. So, and I'm, I want to like her, I, you know, I do like her, but. Uh, something's telling me like uh, too good to be true and uh, too phony. There's when the something. media machine gets behind you, watch he starts, yeah. he starts to wonder. Yeah. All right. So I I found a few different stories. The too long, don't have to read them all version is um, I'm still not sure who the big money is behind her. Mm -hmm. um, there are a few different kind of interesting things. Um, I mean, you know, all the usual suspects had no, no problems giving her money when she was in Congress, banks, uh, you know, fortune 100 companies. Man, you did some homework in here. She's getting money. You know, she got money from Facebook. The, basically, the people that give money to, to all of Congress, um, you know, the, as you see in Caddyshack, keep it fair, keep it fair, give them, give them some money. Get in, the, uh, get in the show notes, people. Andrew did some homework. We got campaign finance disclosure from Christy Nome from, well, this is only, well, it's for two years. Right, you, could, you can find stuff up until... Um, you can't find as much for her um, governor stuff. You hear some stories like, oh, you know, she's saying that there's big money coming in against her, but she's got big outside the state money coming in for her. And uh, <laughs> she, so from, from what I can tell, uh, she has made has gone out of her way to form an alliance with Trump. And uh, Corey Lewandowski, who ran Trump's campaign part of the time, uh, works for her. And so I think, she, you know, she's being pushed for something, whether... And there were even rumors that Trump was going to drop Pence... And she was going to be his vice presidential candidate to the point where she literally flew to Washington, D.C. to talk to Pence's staff to, to let him know that that wasn't the case. Interesting. Um, so there's, you know, there's some kind of shady stuff like positions wise. I like what she's done for the most part. Right. Um, Hold on a second. Let's go back. Occam's Razor. Maybe she's 
maybe Trump's the money. Well, Trump, you know, he, Trump's funneling money. There's a lot of people right now in the world that would donate to Donald Trump. So maybe he's funneling the money towards her. Yeah. It, well, she just did a fundraiser at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I I want to. I want to root for, especially since it seems like she's kind of the, not on the Koch brothers, Mike Pence side of thing. She's more on, on the, the Trump, um, at least seemingly to be somewhat anti-establishment side, but I don't so know. So is Mittens on the Koch brothers? Trump, is he on his oh, own yeah. side? Okay. Oh, no. No. Mittens is like the epitome of. I mean, his the way he made his money was, uh, you know, hedge fund. Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh. Hedge fund stripping out. Uh, these are the organizations that buy companies, fire everyone, so the stock price goes up, and then sell the company <laughs> for a profit. That's what Bain Capital did. Uh, I was looking for Bain. I was looking for Bain on Gnome's uh, donation list. Mm. I couldn't find it. No, probably wouldn't be on there. Yeah. As soon as I got in there, Control F, Bane. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think she's a Romney, a Romney puppet. So from what I can tell, she's um, my part of the same kind of small segment of the establishment that's actually supported Trump. From what I can tell. Interesting. I mean, she literally gave Trump a four-foot little statue of of Matt Rushmore with his face added in. Wow. (laughs) Not afraid to to try and butter him up there. Well, I'll read a story real quick. This is from... uh... Well, I found it in a bunch of kind of weird, not mainstreamy newspapers. Uh, but um, biggest one, I guess, is Breitbart that uh, actually covered it. But Oklahoma passed a bill to block Biden executive orders and could be the answer to Washington, D.C.'s tyranny. Um, yeah. Our founding fathers believe that three branches of the government uh, let it that the three branches of the government, the legislative branch, would take the lead, and they are right for a time. But then members of Congress got lazy and started giving up their powers to the executive and judicial branches. Today, the executive branch clearly dominates as they create laws that they call regulations. But that time comes with the same fines and penalties that comes with laws. Uh, But these regulations never go through Congress. There is a reason why the Founding Fathers wanted all legislation to go through Congress, because Congress is directly responsible to the people who elect them to office. That's their purpose. It's kind of funny to read that, right? Because, like, now they don't even read, like, they don't even write it. (laughs) Not only did they not not write it, they didn't read it. Well, and it was also used, it was supposed to be you elect your state representatives Mm-hmm. And your uh, House of Representatives representatives, but then your state representatives elect um, the senators. And 
that makes them dependent on <laughs> on the state, right? I mean, like right. the individual, you know, state of Washington, state of Oregon, right. as opposed to just a, a general election where if you get more Democrats than Republican, whoever the Democrat is, wins. You know, it's or not. Yeah, yeah, or, t- or whoever's got the best vote rigging wins. Yeah, whoever's got the bo- best machines. Uh, no federal bureauc- bureaucrats in the executive branch are answer- answerable to anyone but the president. And with Joe Biden in there now passing sweeping laws through executive orders that have absolutely no powers behind them, we have a serious problem. Executive orders are used by a president to execute or carry out, if you will, a power that is given to him by Congress or the Constitution. What is What Biden is doing is writing orders with no powers behind him. It is illegal, but who's going to stop him? He's the president. Well, it looks like the state of Oklahoma has stepped into the place as the second state to move to block Biden's illegal executive orders. On Thursday, the Oklahoma House passed Bill HB 1236 by a vote of 79 to 18, which would grant the state's attorney general and state legislature the authority to review Biden executive orders in order to determine the valid constitutionality. But there's more than just that. The bill authorizes the state legislature to recommend that the AG review any executive order, federal congressional action, or any bureaucratic federal agency regulation in order to determine if the state should seek an exemption or simply declare it unconstitutional. If the AG or the state legislature by concurrent resolution deems the order unconstitutional, then all state and local officials, including any publicly funded organizations, are barred from enforcing it. Folks, this is how it's supposed to be. The federal government does not rule the states, even though it acted as it did a hundred, uh, as it does for a hundred years. The federal government didn't create the states. It was just, it was the states that created the federal government. The states were not going to create a new form of government that that would be more powerful than themselves, and it's asinine to even assume that. The federal orders that fall under the state bill include any orders that are related to health emergencies. Blah 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 blah. You get the point. Yeah, um, but I, but I like the fact this this guy. I've heard this guy on Alex Jones. I don't know, twelve years ago, Jay Stegall, mm-hmm. where he says, uh, you know, of course they're going to try and withhold funding. But he says, I submit that the states should propose bills that allow the states to reserve the right to not send federal tax dollars to the federal government if the federal government continues to try to force unfunded mandates on the states. See how quickly the greedy politicians in Washington backed him. He's been pushing that this whole this whole time. It's good to... I'm glad to see it. Yeah, for sure. Makes me want to move back to Oklahoma. Trust me. it's uh, <laughs> def- the, the thought has definitely crossed my mind to move back to Oklahoma, and this was an interesting kind of story to come along and and uh, tip the scale in a certain direction, at least for the moment, for the time being. I mean, you know, and, and then that just ties right into, you know, a few days later, or, or maybe it was right around this time. This was from about a week ago now. Uh, Texas announced, like, hey, we're done with it. We're done with masks. Isn't it starting on the 10th for Texas, though? It hasn't even started yet, has it? Or has it? Yeah, but I think as soon as it was announced there were kids in schools taking their masks off like all right enough um yes and and that was not um 
see Abbott, who I think is is as bad as you'll let him be. Um, this was not his idea. This was people getting upset over the power disaster and yeah. his ridiculous mask mandates and the COVID stuff and everything. So he's like, all right, I, I got to save my own political skin. That's it. We're done. You well, know, nobody's... this is like exactly the opposite of what he was pushing a month ago. Nope. But see, Andrew, nobody's ever uh, recalled a governor for having an energy crisis that they, that they managed incorrectly. <laughs> Have yeah. they? Has that ever uh, happened? Great maybe, he's, maybe he's reading the writing on the wall. He's like, wait, so we're doing what? We're trading energy? Like it's a stock? And that you, you get oh, oh, what? Oh, what? blackouts to drive up the price. Oh, what? This sounds familiar. Did you guys? I mean, what? Am did, I? Did, you're, any, you're, did anyone ever see the smartest guys in the room? <laughs> we can't. Wait, we these can't were do the this. literal people from Enron who were doing this. What? Has, wait a second. Have, have we ever seen it? We were in the room. <laughs> What's your point? I got to lift up masks. I got to do something to make the people happy. They're going to yeah. recall me again. Yeah. This is gonna happen. Uh, it's all, it's all going to happen again. Luke Rudowski of uh, We Are Change fame, 9-11 truth, uh, well, <laughs> well-known guy. He posted, uh, oh, what is that movie? Oh, I can't do it. I think it's the 300 you know that movie? Okay. okay. And there's like the uh, <laughs> the ruler of the um, enemy or whatever, you know, who's like a giant. Artaxerxes. Yeah, Artaxerxes. And uh, so there's memes from that that say, I am a generous god. <laughs> it says, he posted the meme that, that says, you know, Texas... Uh, decides to lift unconstitutional mask mandate. I am a generous God. <laughs> it's true and, though. Yeah, it's it's like you don't give him, don't give Abbott too much credit, but it is a good thing. You know, it's better than where we're at, where they're still going strong and saying, "What your kid wants to play little league? They have to wear a mask." Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but I will still be at the skate park with your children's skating with no mask on. Neither will my son be wearing a mask. I don't care. Um, but, you know, I'm not one to glorify the Founding Fathers. I think there's a lot of reasons they should not be glorified. However, they put together quite a deal here. Cause <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, it a top took, down, a, top took down a couple takeover. hundred years to tear it down. Yeah, I mean, but but even a top-down takeover where they're tearing it down, right? what they're trying to do right now, good old uh, George Soros, because we're harsh and as mellow, I guess. Um, There's still, like, it's still, like, you still can't quite do it. Like, their states still have power, and the governors all still have, you know, some power, which they're enjoying, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, before that, I don't, I don't think I knew who Jay Inslee was, man. It was just a name and I, oh yeah, all I knew him was like he was the guy who ran for on the he was going to be a Green Party. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, he pulled at zero percent. He, he was party. the he right he was the Democratic primary. They ran all 
um, special all their special issues were assigned to candidates, and Jay Inslee was the Green New, De- you know, the Green candidate, and got absolutely nowhere. Yep, I still think that he's going to try and run in twenty twenty four. I think he's going to get Bill Gates money, and something weird's going to happen. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted, to, uh, just wanted to give a, a, a tip of the cap to Ben Franklin and others who came, uh, Thomas Jefferson, who came up with uh, this uh, system of government. Because it, even in a top-down takeover with a truly, absolutely fraudulently installed president, it's you know there's there's still a lot, a lot to uh, to kind of keep keep things going like they yeah. like they have been. Yeah, well, you know, I I don't want to get us uh, banned, but if you read that Declaration of Independence, uh, it's some some domestic terrorism sounding talk there. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Yes, sir, it is. Um, Donald J. Trump lost. Oh, we already talked about that. What is this story? This looks like something I put in here. Ah, the experimental evidence of massive uh, scale emotional contagion through social networks. That's the actual white paper, if anybody's interested in that. Uh, these rest of these are yours. Looks like mail-in, 78% of mail-in balance proved fraudulent. Judge orders election do-over. The national yeah. pulse. What's this? Uh, it was the local Democratic primary... And um, basically, a gal uh, stuffed the ballot box with mail-in ballots. So the National Pulse um, question was, all right, are we now saying this only happens in local elections? <laughs> so, so 78% of the mail-in ballots were fraudulent. Cool. Which, uh, you know, you don't really have to be a math major to realize that 78% um, can sway just about any two-person political race. <laughs> Almost any. Yeah. What is this? What's going on in Mount Hood? What do we got here? Uh, earthquake swarm. This is, there was an earthquake a couple weeks ago that people could feel. And then this story from the Sacramento Bee, dozens of earthquakes occur over 45 minutes at Oregon's Mount Hood. So just interesting, you know, Mount, Mount Hood was actually considered the more active volcano uh, over Mount St. Helens before Mount St. Helens blew up. So obviously that, that moves you to the head of the line when you have a rather large eruption there but for sure for sure um for those of you who don't know and aren't from the mid or aren't from the northwest mount hood is the southernmost mountain not too far from where uh, mr andrew hoffman lives that is in a line of four mountains that kind of literally make a straight line due north almost from mm-hmm. there you got mount hood uh, mount adams Mount St. Helens, and then Mount Rainier. And I'm really close to Mount... We're not really close. I'm probably, I don't know, 60 miles from Mount Rainier. And you're probably even closer than that to 
Mount Hood. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends where you define it. Um, but it's the Hood River Valley is the valley next to Mount Hood. So, yeah, that's where you live. So, he's pretty close to Mount Hood over there. So, anyway, always when these things start to uh, shake or people or have our sakes so, or blow off steam, then uh, Andrew and yeah, I will you know, if, take note. <laughs> if, uh, if Mount Hood does erupt, maybe we will be going to Oklahoma. So, there we go. <laughs> maybe, maybe what? Maybe it is time to move to Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. Uh, Cuomo chokes up but won't resign. What is this? Uh, I I can't make the people sit through that. So it's just him. uh... Well, just just my take on this. All right. Like the sexual harassment stuff is bad, right? it, Mm -hmm. It is. But I don't think it's enough to get him to get him booted out. Like the man has no shame. He's not going to resign, and he did not resign. He made it very clear he's not resigning. Just said he'd cooperate with the investigation. Are we just going to forget about the fifteen thousand elderly people whose deaths he's responsible for? Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. He's got a pass on that. That's we're you can, fine. You can't. There. We're just not even going to talk about that. It's like footnotes and stories now. I think this is the this is the Bill and Hillary Clinton uh, crisis management 101 technique of fight a scandal with a different scandal. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So I, you know, I'd, I mean, I it's a real story. The people accusing them, I I believe them. Um, he absolutely seems like a, a creep, but the timing of it was like right when um, momentum was coming up on the what should be the much larger scandal of um, you should be in jail for sending COVID positive people back into nursing homes, right? You know, and and making sure that uh, your city hospitals were soaking up all that federal government COVID money and n- not not utilizing the uh, the giant hospital ship and the other the capacity that was available. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Well, the good news is uh, Lady Gaga's dogs have been returned. <laughs> the mystery only deepens about the violent theft of them. So, I don't know. I know that a lot of people out there were concerned. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's okay now. So, keep keep an eye out. It's, what's Joe Rogan's little comedian friend's name? Tim. Oh, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. Yeah. He said, Lady Gaga's dog, dogs returned will now be used in ritual sacrifice as intended. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> is he wrong or is he not? Maybe not so wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. Governor Abbott did not consult three of his four medical advisors on lifting a mask mandate. No, this was a political decision. Absolutely. They, they will they will push it as far as they think 
you will let them get away with. And then they'll stop. Yeah, it's so true. I listened to I was listening to a corporate report where he was talking about the same thing. It's just gonna keep going until we stop. Literally yep. everyone just has to stop. You, you know you gotta stop stop wearing the mask, stop watching the updates, right? Like I don't know. Are people still watching these things? I I I cannot tell you what level my county is at now. Like I've I stopped paying attention six months ago. It's just it's all bogus and you, you gotta you gotta move on. There it's never gonna be like, okay, it's safe now, go back to normal. That's never gonna come from the politicians. So because like you said, people didn't even, who lived in Washington didn't even realize Jay Inslee was their governor until <laughs> a year yeah. ago. Have the governors ever been so important? I mean, it's no. like, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. I remember, I still remember to this day tuning in for the first time to watch Jay Inslee. And my wife and I were both like, yeah, this this guy's okay. This is great. So, you know. He seems like he seems like he has a handle on things. I'm dead serious, man. We we really thought like, yeah, he's like a, he's kind of an old fatherly figure, like an old professor or something like that. And then after sitting through, like, and then you just kind of stare at each other in disbelief. Like, is this person still talking? And I don't understand any <laughs> any kind of plan. There's I I feel like he said timelines, but I don't have any. I still don't remember him. And then I'll never forget we when the the one that made us close down the dealership and go home, you know, flatten the curve for 15 days or 14 days to flatten mm-hmm. the curve. That after that press conference, we all stand up and walk away and like everybody heard something different. No, 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 it's not now. We close in 3 days. No, no, no we got to close now. No, 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 no. We close 2 days after testing starts. Like everybody heard something totally different. It's like, okay. <laughs> Brilliant leadership. Yes. But but I mean really all you need to have brilliant leadership is just like the news to say that you're a brilliant leader. See Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. And then uh yeah. Worked for a while anyway. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Andrew, it's that time. You have to give it to us. We're ready. We need your help. Seems like a bit of a downer type of show, so please, please give us something uplifting with our words of wisdom. Oh man, I you know I I'd seen a couple different things this week that I I tried and remembered. Uh, tried to remember, and now I'm I'm blanking on it. I need to write these things down. Well, so. Elon Musk landed yet another rocket prototype, and then it blew up. He's really good at blowing up rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Has Bitcoin hit at that hundred thousand yet? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I'll give the words of wisdom. My words, words of wisdom, wisdom. My words of wisdom this week are: If you're at the skate park, I'm just kidding. Um, hug your children. If you don't have children, hug your significant other. Uh, try and, to have a real life conversation. Try to be. On the computer less. Try to just move forward with your life as though none of this is happening. And 
I don't know. I don't want to say don't think about it too much, but I just had a buddy of mine start saying, hey, listen to your podcast. And started listening to a bunch of them. And then he's like, I actually had to take a break from your podcast. And I was like, you know, that's not what I want. I don't want people to be like, listen to the podcast. Like, ah, oh, man, it's all this bad news. So just remember that we're doing this together to talk about this stuff because we think it's important. But other than that, Andrew and I live much different lives of like you know loving our children and our wives and going on you know weekend trips <gasps> and uh <laughs> hiking and playing flag football and skateboarding and in uh and doing all kinds of stuff and i just encourage everybody out there to go and focus on the things that are important which is uh you know the people around you and your relationships with them so that's uh, a very very long words of wisdom but very real and uh, hopefully uh, encouraging words of wisdom. I don't want the, the show to be a downer. So um, just remember, you know, go, you know, meditate, pray, do whatever you have to do to just kind of clear your head of all this baloney and kind of put it in perspective. I bet on your hikes, when, when you're walking out there in the middle of nowhere, Mr. Andrew, you don't feel like there's a pandemic <laughs> on your hike. You feel like this is the normal world that's been here this whole time that the you know that God created and I'm getting a chance to enjoy it and it has nothing to do with Pfizer and yeah and CNN and that's Fox true News until someone Trump. frantically tries to pull their mask on in front of Andrew <laughs> can't throw a wet towel on my positive energy. <laughs> A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say. We're